0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Magnificent. I am here with a former Hooters girl and a former sorority girl. I know I've talked about this in the past episode or past episodes, and I'm very excited for her to be on here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce Miss Jenna Ferrett. Jenna, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so excited it. to have
0: you on here. Uh, But before we start things off and we start having you talk about Hooters uh, and being a sorority girl, I'd like to, uh, first off, do the dad joke of the episode. Oh, no. Yep. Are you ready? I think so. All right. What do nearsighted gynecologists and a dog have in common?
1: I've actually never heard this one. I have, I have no clue.
0: They both have wet noses. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So you know, like that little thing? Like, cr-
1: uh, yeah, it was good. <laughs> you did that. You dead. did
0: tell me that you uh, listened to past episodes and stuff yeah. like that. So you should have <laughs> expected this coming. Well,
1: okay. I didn't think it was going to be like that kind of dad joke. I don't know. Like it was funny, obviously. It yeah. Was, you it thought was like it was going
0: to be a real cringe one.
1: Yeah, kind of, Yeah, kind of like a really bad one. That's like a classic. Everyone knows. Yeah, but that was good. I yeah. like that. I didn't know that one. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Appreciate
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I forget how I uh, found that one out, but that was a good one. That was a really good one, actually. Yeah. Um. So anyway, former Hooters girl.
1: Yeah.
0: In <laughs> fact, like I was talking to a couple buddies and we've mentioned on this uh, podcast that, you know, Hooters is still around.
1: Yeah, shocker, I know. <laughs> you know. There's only three left in our state. That's so. crazy. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Now, how many is that? Do you know how many there are in the U.S. Uh, total?
1: I do not because you can either own them through corporate or right. by a franchise. Right. So, obviously, like, my location was a corporate owned and there's, like, several franchise. Like, anybody can just open one if they really want to. Um. So, I actually don't know how many there are in the world or the just the united states oh okay there's definitely a lot in florida because that's where they started so there's like one in almost every town i feel like right
0: yeah yeah and i mean you got different like uh restaurants like the tilda kilts um what else is there the Tilt- twin peaks twin peaks yeah, yeah. there's stuff a lot of like
1: stuff like that yeah nowadays
0: yeah but you know it's not as common you know cuz i feel like now it's like women are more, more liberated than they've ever been before yeah you know
1: it's kind of more like nowadays it's just a part of like female i don't want i don't know if i want to say culture but it's just like normal for like women to just kind of like work in that type of industry like there's a lot of exotic dancers and stuff nowadays and it's just normal yeah like back then it was like oh you don't tell anybody what you do if you do that or it's very like you know hush, hush but nowadays it's like it's all over social media i mean people will post all sorts of stuff and it's like okay like who cares yeah you know
0: yeah no i get it and you know with that i was like okay you know here's this girl that i've known for quite some time and she's working at Hooters (laughs) and I'm like she can handle her own she'll be fine (laughs) a
1: lot of people were shocked when they heard I was working at Hooters and I never knew how to take it because nobody like anytime I tell anybody nobody took it like oh that's cool like with all my other jobs or not that I've had a lot but I'm just saying like oh when I became security they're like oh yeah I could see that like totally and then when I said Hooters people would like their eyes would pop out of their right. head and their jaw would drop. And I'm like, I don't know if that's an insult or like, no, what? it's just,
0: you're not, <laughs> you're not the flaunting your body. And you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're more, you know, like with the security thing, it's like, yeah, she's a badass. Of course she could do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then with this it was like, um, you know, you, you were, you know you, you were becoming somebody that we were all like we never saw that before. yeah
1: it, it definitely was it was a shock to me because i actually i really just applied for a joke honestly like not not really a you did joke, it as a joke but okay so <laughs> basically what happened is um while i was still in school I had this girl in my class and like every morning she would show up and she would be in like a Hooters sweatshirt or something. Mm. And so finally I kind of like caught on and I'm like, do you work there? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, I kind of want a new job. I'm just getting sick of the one I have now. Like, are they hiring by chance or like what? And she's like, yeah. So she put in a good word for me and I applied and I did not think I was going to get it like at all because I'm not a real like flaunty type of person in that sense. Like, I'm not very comfortable in my body. So even if I did get the job, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to sell this and showed up for my first interview? And my manager was like, "Okay, like my we just have to get my our general manager's approval. And if she says yes, like you have the job. And I'm like, oh, okay." so I had to come back in for what's called like an image check where basically you come in with your hair and makeup done. They put you in the uniform, you have to come out twirl around, show the managers, the other Hooters girls. And then that's basically when they determine if you get the job or not. So really doesn't matter how your talking interview goes with them. Like if, if they're like, okay, like, yeah, that's fine. Like anybody can get through that essentially. Right. Um, but when you come to try on the uniform, that's where they'll like tell you yes or no to your face. And so I came in and I was so nervous because I was sitting here in front of like eight Hooters girls in this uniform that I was, like, kind of uncomfortable in and, like, two of my managers and they all looked at me and, like, were spinning me around and stuff. And then they're like, okay, go take the uniform off. And I'm like, okay. Like, I did not get the job. Like, I was, you know, like, I was like, okay, whatever. Who cares? And I come out and they were, like, all screaming and clapping and congratulating me and they're, like, you got the job. Like, you know, like, if you want the job, like, sign this and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Uh, uh, okay. like. I was nervous but at the same time like if i didn't get the job i wasn't gonna be mad about it i was just gonna be like proud of myself for at least trying right. and then i actually got the job and i was like uh what did i just do like I don't, <laughs> but yeah it was definitely a experience i don't think i'll ever forget that interview it,
0: it, you know in the way that you kind of described it it's almost like um like the dallas cowboys cheerleaders yeah how you know they dance and it's like that's great you can dance yeah Try on the outfit and exactly. see if it fits correctly. And, mm-hmm. you know.
1: and our interview wasn't even called an interview. It was called an audition. So it was a two-part audition. It's a and performance. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I went in for my like regular interview with my male manager, um, one of our male managers, he was the coolest guy ever. I was so sad because after I was there, he ended up getting a general manager position at a different location. And so he left and he was just like him and like two of my other managers i like i missed dearly they were amazing and during my whole interview he was just fun and upbeat and like didn't make me uncomfortable and that's a good made me feel welcomed which was good because like interviewing for a place like that it can be a lot and you know you can worry like oh am i going to be like uncomfortable Every minute of the day, like it definitely takes a lot of getting used to, which I mean, I'll talk about, but um, yeah, he was just super fun. And he, he did ask me some like questions about, like, oh, if you were in this situation, like, how would you handle it? And obviously, it was something like, I'm glad that he, you know, used
0: those, um, those different situations to have you kind of think about what you would do or what would happen, exactly, you know, because again, like you're flaunting yourself and also serving food, yes. you know, food and
1: drinks, food and, and drinks. Yeah. And so,
0: <laughs> and you know, when, when guys get, you know, pretty intoxicated, they can either get handsy or they could be very verbally, you know, uncomfortable Yeah, and like can put you in those certain situations, which I really don't um, support Yeah, the fact that men have to be pigs to do that. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, a woman, a beautiful woman is serving you food and and beers enjoy yeah and like, you don't, don't make have it to uncomfortable because I'm, like, I'm
1: not going to come over here and talk to you
0: exactly be cool you know you can t- you can chat you know from time to time but they also got other tables to deal with so yeah. it's like you know they're not your personal like like they're just something to look at while you eat the freaking wings exactly. and drink your freaking <laughs> beer
1: <laughs> yeah and like they sometimes like customers would get a little possessive over that and like think that I had to stand there the whole time with them. And they're like, oh, isn't this what I'm paying you for? And I'm like, no, I'm not a prostitute. You're not paying me for anything. Like, as far as I'm concerned, don't leave me a tip.
0: Yeah, you're tipping me exactly for service as in delivering food and beverages to the table.
1: And I would always tell them, like, well, it's essentially it's like any other restaurant, any other waitress. So, like, okay, yeah, I'm wearing a different uniform and obviously stuff is you know half out but it's not like i'm completely naked
0: correct in front of you correct i mean you were, anything. and you have the hooter shirt on now that is pretty much like a merchandise thing is yeah. what you told me and not the exact uniform um and for all my listeners listening to this episode you can check that uh picture uh as her, as jenna is wearing um the hooters t-shirts on magnificent podcast on instagram and on facebook um but um figured i'd (laughs) shoot that out there i'm like this is a perfect time because i didn't i totally forgot to say it in the beginning of the episode so Uh. whatever um so but as you were as we were talking about um the fact that you know you were part you you know you you went through different scenarios you've brought in a whole list of stories yes and when you told me that you were (laughs) wanting to tell these stories and i said well let's get them recorded and you know share with the world
1: yes (laughs) the dirty
0: dirty details
1: yeah nothing i don't know i guess some of these things i've just experienced so much by working there that it doesn't really seem crazy to me but then when i'll like Tell other people. They're oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh. Well,
0: you know, and another thing is it's like, you know, like uh what was it? I think I was watching a documentary on the um Playboy Mansion. Right. Okay. And regular things that would go on at the Playboy Mansion, it was normal for them. Yep. But people would be like, Oh my god.
1: Yeah. I've seen like TikToks and videos and stuff, and they're yeah. like, Oh, that's like normal. And I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Like Okay, I guess. Yep. But then I'll have to sit back and think like, okay, well, I worked at Hooters and like when we sign that contract and go through their training and agree to be this, essentially it's like a public figure. We're an entertainer. When we put on the uniform, we have to look and act a certain way. Like, you know, we, yeah. it's its a whole and no joke. And
0: no joke, that's literally what the Playboy like nightclubs were like yeah. back in the 60s and I believe the 70s and um they had these girls dress up as the bunnies right mm-hmm. and exactly just like hooters they had to make sure that you know they had a they had to have a certain figure they had to make sure that it fit you know in the busty tit area yeah. you know <laughs> and then you know and and everything just had to look great and they you know whether the men were sleazy or whatever they still had to give them.
1: Yep. Good service. That's like and everything. how it was at Hooters. It was it it was kind of like, okay, well, you can't judge obviously, like you can't judge someone when they walk in. They might look like they don't have any money, but maybe they do. They might look like they're gonna tip you a million dollars and they don't tip you anything, or right. whatever the case may be. Um and we had our regulars, um, and we would have people come in sometimes that we just automatically knew were not gonna tip us. And nine times out of ten, like we were pretty sure, like We could tell when somebody walked in what they would kind of be tipping us. Um, But honestly, there have been times where like I thought someone was going to tip me a lot more based on the way that they were acting and talking and like hyping up this and that. And then they wouldn't even leave me 20 percent. Right. Like sometimes they wouldn't even leave me anything. And I'm like, I sat here for three hours while you were taking up a table in my section and I talked to you. I brought you anything and everything you needed. I went above and beyond And sat here and talked about stuff I didn't even care about just because. And then you don't even tip me? Like, what? So there's definitely a lot of times that, like, you know, we just had to deal with, like, nobody tipping us or bad days. And
0: that honestly happens whether you're. You know, you work at Hooters, Red Robin. Don't even matter because I, you know, I used to work at Red Robin, and you know, it was a, it it was a fun place to work. But you know, again, like you could tell who were going to be the tippers and who were not. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, but speaking of those tippers, like you, you were telling me how there's a story about what was it? One of your regulars and non regulars that tipped you very well.
1: Yeah. So we had this one regular who would come in and he's the coolest guy ever he had these really long dreadlocks and he told us stoner i don't know he was an older guy and i'm sure he's definitely very hippie nice but he would tell us that he was a retired high school history teacher but he definitely drove too nice of a vehicle and had like i feel like he had a little too much money to just be like a retired high school history teacher um but then again also like i don't know his life situation so who knows really um
0: nor did you care nor did i really care
1: no like (laughs) if they wanted to talk personal that's fine but i was never gonna like ask like i was never that type of person right um and so he would come in and for the longest time the girls would constantly like talk about him and i had no clue who he was i was like never there when he would come in and he would usually come in during like the first shift of the day like the morning shifts and i always would come in for the afternoon shift so i would always like just miss him And eventually I started picking up some of the morning shifts instead to kind of switch my schedule around and I eventually met him and he would do these little like scavenger hunts for us girls. He had this little Pop-Tart stuffed animal thing and he would hide it somewhere in the restaurant when we weren't looking, like if we were in the back, he'd go and hide it. And then he would tell us if we found it, we got a prize. And he would hide it like really good though. Like he would hide it, hide it, like to the point where I'd have to get up on a ladder to climb up to grab it down kind of a thing. And so the one day I was like looking everywhere and I finally found it. And I was like, okay, like I found it. Like what's the prize? And he gave me $50 for finding it. And then he bought me a piece of merchandise that we sell there. He's like, pick out whatever merch you want and I'll buy it for you. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Like, and I wasn't even his server that day. Like I was just working. So gave me $50, bought me, I think he bought me, um, what was it? I got so much stuff from there, from like customers buying it and giving it to me and this and that. I think I got, maybe it was my sweater. I think he might've bought me. Um, so he bought me that and I was like, okay, cool. And then a few weeks later he came in and he bought all of us girls a Hooters shot glass. Um, and then he gave us all like 20 bucks. And another time I finally got him as one of my tables. And I was like, finally waiting for him to be a table so I could actually like sit and kind of spend more time with him. And he ended up tipping me $70 and his bill was only like 23 bucks. Oh yeah. So he gave me like $70 and he, um, he bought me cause he knew I love turtles cause I have a turtle tattoo on my arm. Right. So we kind of started talking about that and he bought me. By this, the way,
0: what, what you told me that you named your turtle tattoo. Yeah. What's the name?
1: Um, I think this one, I have so many turtle stuffed animals, and I name all of them, actually. Um, You told
0: me that it's a funny name, and I forget what it was.
1: I actually forgot his name. You
0: forgot your tattooed turtle name?
1: Yeah, because I also have a ghost tattoo that I named also. Oh,
0: I think that's what it was. What was it? Oh, yeah.
1: That one's Gunner. Gunner the ghost.
0: Never mind. Never never (laughs) mind. I think
1: he was like, oh, Timothy. Timothy. Timothy the turtle. Timothy,
0: Timothy the turtle. Yes.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I have like <laughs> 8 million turtle stuffed animals and I name every single one of them and they all start with T and they're all guys. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just a thing. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, he started asking me about Timothy the turtle tattoo and um, he ended up buying me this little it's like a bar tool. It's the shape of a turtle and it's a bottle opener and it's like a um, like a Horror, I guess like a what's like when you when you put a drink in a shaker you shake it up and a strainer A strainer uh-huh. so it's like a strainer it's a bottle opener and it's like something else like it's like this multi-purpose bar tool in the shape of a turtle and he just bought it for me like he was like oh and he's like well would you use this and I'm like yeah like I would why and he's like okay because I just bought it for you yeah I'm like uh, oh okay like thanks and the next time he came in he had it all wrapped up in this little gift bag he wrote my name on it and um he gave it to the girls and was like okay like next time you see jenna like give this to her and so like i came in the next day and like the gift was waiting for me in my little cubby and they're like oh he brought this for you and i'm like oh my god he actually did buy it for me like i thought it was just a joke and no he actually bought Now, it for how did me. your
0: boyfriend feel about that that a guy was buying you gifts oh
1: he didn't care because he knew he's an older guy i'm pretty sure he's like definitely in his fi- like 50s or 60s right he was um, just
0: being a nice he's
1: being nice and you know my boyfriend never really cared about like i'd come home and tell him stories and he was like as long as nobody's hurting you and as long as you're safe and you're making your money i really don't care like he trusts me so
0: what a good dude like, you
1: got. Yeah, like we trust each other. So it doesn't really matter. Like, I know I'm not going to do anything. I know he's not going to do anything because there will be consequences if things are done. So, yeah, there's really no need to. What a
0: great guy you got!
1: Thanks. I don't know how I really pulled him.
0: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Considering my
1: attitude, I really don't know. Well, but. the
0: fact that he can deal with it, I think, yeah. uh, you know, that's a good thing.
1: Because mm-hmm. I'd have guys like leave me their numbers or Snapchats and they would tip me like really good. Yeah. And I'd be like, OK, well, sometimes the girls would like they would have some regular Phone numbers or they'd have certain customers phone numbers so they could text them when they were working and say like hey come visit me and then they would leave them really good tips you know it's very hustle culture working there you really yeah. have to work for it you have to you know we're encouraged to post on social media and be like hey come visit me and very and, and into i've that.
0: noticed like uh um, bartenders or uh people that work karaoke or um what else like other like for, uh
1: like, entertainers, essentially. I mean. Kind of. Not around.
0: Kind of. But, like, I mean, like I said, bartenders, you know, um, even, like, other uh, people that I waited tables with. Yeah. You know, like, they, anything they'd in the be, hustle culture type yeah. of industry. They would yeah. post on social media and be like, hey, like, I'm going to be here from this time to this time. Come see me. Yeah. Right? And i will be like, oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, it was very important that we did that because you know would bring in more customers and yeah we could you know like if we knew like okay this customer every time he comes in he always tips me this much then we knew like okay well if they come in and visit me today we know we're for sure leaving with this amount I guess like if that gotcha. makes sense so it was always encouraged to do that and in the beginning I was a little skeptical of that I was a little nervous I'm like ah, I don't really know like if, if I'm here and they come in like Okay, fine, but i didn't, I wasn't sure. And then once I found out, like every single girl basically had a roster of people that they would have to come in a roster essentially, yeah, um some of these girls had like fifteen to twenty people that they could text to come in and but they'd also been working there for years. So they'd accumulated all these regulars or customers that would want to come in and see them. And I had only been there for like a few months at that point, and I'm like, okay, like, should I do this? And I talked to my boyfriend about it. And he's like, as long as you feel comfortable and nobody's like trying to overstep a boundary, this and that, like that's fine. And so I'm like, okay. And almost always I would tell them I'd have a boyfriend. Like if they'd ask me out on a date or try to take me out, I'd be like, oh, I have a boyfriend. But if they never tried to like flirt with me in that kind of way or try to take me out or whatever, like I wouldn't really mention my boyfriend because then they weren't gonna tip me. And I learned that out in the beginning because in the beginning anytime would a- someone would kind of flirt with me, I'd be like, oh, well, I have a boyfriend. So, like, I'm flattered, but, like, no thanks. And then, like, there there went my tip. Like, I didn't even get 20% half the time when I would tell them I would had a boyfriend. So, I eventually learned where I'm not cheating. And unfortunately, in that kind of industry or working at a place like that, if you do have a boyfriend or fiance or husband or something like that, sometimes it's just best to keep it quiet because if you mention it, you could have just lost out on a really good tip. And it's unfortunate because I'm like, okay, you go to work to make money to pay for your bills. And if one little thing is going to affect that, it sounds stupid. But when you work at a place like that, it's like a really big thing key factor of like do's and don'ts
0: yeah and, and the thing is is like if a guy is going to you know give you his number you don't have to text
1: him. oh no i um, almost never did <laughs> right
0: um if um you know he tries and takes you out yeah you, i just you, tell
1: him no like you know, i have a boyfriend no thanks
0: and does that still affect your tip
1: um sometimes like one time I had this group of guys they came in they were super cool they didn't really try to flirt with me or ask me out or anything like they were just being like cool guys right right and obviously like I'm not gonna assume everybody that comes in there is single I had plenty of guys come in that were married or had girlfriends or they'd come in with their families and so I never assumed that every single guy was single okay and that was like another one like another big thing is don't just assume everybody in here is like coming in here to get with you. Like, okay, that might be coming into flirt, but don't take it all like that way just because it could affect your tip if you think that they're trying to get with you or take you out or something. Right. Um. But yeah, so there was this group, three guys. Um. They were my age. And so we were all getting along and like everything. And they all left me their Snapchats and their phone numbers. And they all drew, because um, they, they saw my turtle tattoo, because my turtle tattoo showed with any shirt that I wore there, unless it was my long sleeve. They, everyone, anyone could always see it. So they all took the little bar napkins, wrote their phone numbers and Snapchats down, and they all drew a little turtle. And they were like, okay, we all tried our best to draw a turtle for you. Like, text text the person who has the best turtle and, right. like, that's tell pretty, us.
0: That's pretty and good. And I was like, okay,
1: that's pretty clever. Like, that's cool, right?
0: If you were single, you'd be like, all right. Yeah. If I was I'll single, that would
1: be a total, like, perfect pickup line for me Hell like yeah, it would be. you took time to draw a little turtle and they were like actually pretty good i actually took them home and kept them and i showed my boyfriend and i was like look how cute this is like they took time and effort to draw these turtles to like try to impress me he
0: had to appreciate that he thought the they effort. were pretty cool
1: actually he's he like to appreciate oh, yeah like effort. that's nice of them um <laughs> and they tipped me really good um they all tipped me above 20 percent and so i essentially like i asked him permission i was like is it okay if i Just text them and be like hey like i appreciate that you know
0: let them know when i
1: work and then they can come visit me and so he was like yeah that's totally okay like as long as they're not trying to do anything with you or whatever i'm like yeah because if they do i shut it down Mm -hmm. so i texted all of them and like let them know when i was kind of going to be in next and if they wanted to come visit and the one guy actually ended up coming in by myself like by himself without the other guys and, like, we were hanging out, having a good time. And the problem with working there is it's one of those things where, like, you can't assume everyone's single, but you also can't always let them assume things either. Like, it's very weird because I'm not going to just blatantly come out and be like, oh, I have a boyfriend before you even say hi. You know, like, I'm not going to do that. It's but just kind
0: yeah, of ako Taco. Yeah, it is.
1: It's just something that, like, okay, it just has to be brought up in the right conversation. Because like I said, if, if you bring it up out of nowhere or just like whatever, there goes your tip. And so it's like, okay, well, it's like, do I want money or what? Like I have bills to pay. So you kind of just have to like weave around it sort of a thing. Um, and so he came in, we had, you know, we hung out, talked, he got food, drinks, this and that. Um, And we had a dessert contest going on so whoever could sell the most desserts got to go home first so he i was in last place at the time and everyone else had sold like two or three desserts and i had one so i told him i was like yeah like unfortunately i'm gonna have to close tonight because i would have to sell six desserts basically in order to beat them out and we were only in like our last like two two hours of being there so like the chances of them selling six or more like, you know, me selling six or more or them selling six or more were, like, unlikely. So I told him, I was like, yeah, I basically have to sell six or more desserts in order to, like, go home. So he ends up buying eight desserts. Whoa. And they're, like, these little mini shooters. They're $3 a piece, and he bought eight of them. Like, so
0: explain to me what the desserts are. So they're not, like, a cake or anything like that.
1: So there are, but it was, who could sell the most mini? They're called mini shooters. So it's, like, a mini, it's, like, a little shooter like kind of like a little bit taller like a tall shot glass size Correct. yeah and it, we had cheesecake reese's chocolate and cookies and cream and, they and were, they're they all liquor and everything no it's just like regular dessert like just kind of like a
0: like a milkshake kind of thing right
1: uh, i don't really more like a pudding consistency okay. kind of a thing like it was like pudding and cake mixed in like a layered Have you ever seen friends? You know, like the trifold that Rachel makes, but like without the peas and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it was like that. But it doesn't taste like feet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, they actually were really good. Um, it was just like a mini version of that, like a mini trifold, like little layers of stuff. Okay. Um, and nobody ever wanted to buy them because they would eat too much food or drink too much beer. Totally understandable. Which is totally understandable. You know, I never would, you know, that's fine. Um, and he had just had like two beers and like a thing of wings. And he's like, yeah, I'll buy eight of them. I'll take them home to my family and then you can go home. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, okay, thanks. And so he buys eight of them and my poor coworkers were so mad. Oh, I bet. And I, I bet. was like, yeah, sorry, not sorry. Like I was I, at the time I was actually like, I think I was just getting over being sick. So I, wow. I still didn't feel good. I had been there for like five hours, had like a horrible day.
0: Well, that's crazy and yeah
1: so he bought eight of them
0: that's wild just well, so i can go we're home. gonna uh continue with more stories but for now we're gonna take a quick break okay, okay sounds good So you were saying how, you know, people can be really nice and everything like that. But can people be really
1: weird? Oh yeah. Like very creepy and like not I don't know if I really want to say like very creepy, but they definitely say stuff to you and you're just kind of like what the hell? Like like why why is that in your brain? First yeah. of all. Um I had <laughs> had this one group of guys. They were definitely a little bit older than me, probably in like their late 30s, early 40s. And they were there. They were drinking and eating, you know, the usual. And like maybe like three or three hours after they'd been there, um, they'd asked me, they're like, oh, well, like, do you ever eat the food from this restaurant? i'm like well yeah when i work here like you know i'm here for four hours or whatever yeah Yeah. it's like do you think i'm just not gonna eat food for like six hours or something like half the time i come into work and i haven't even eaten all day and we don't get breaks like we never got a break while working there it was if you ordered food you were lucky if you got to eat it half the time i would have like a piece of a french fry like half a french fry that and like for six hours straight like you would not eat
0: it really is a hustle place
1: various you you cannot (laughs) you were not allowed to sit down ever at that job ever um so that was you know whatever um (laughs) so anyways they were like yeah do you ever like eat the food here and i'm like well yeah like when i have time to eat on a shift like i'll eat like well don't you ever worry like the cooks might poison you and i'm like excuse me like what and they're like, yeah, like you don't think that they're gonna try to like drug you or something? And I'm like, N- no, like why would they? Like I'm friends with them, like they're not why like creeps, drug- you know? Yeah, why would
0: they want to drug? Like, why
1: would they want to drug? Like what? Why would that? Like why is that in your brain? Like why is that in your mind? And they're like, oh well, you know, because you're you're pretty and you're young and you're a Hooters girl. Like why? And they're just cooks. Like why wouldn't they? And I'm like, oh, why? Why would they? Like this genuinely was like do you do this like why like why is that in your brain why why would you even say that to me and they're like oh, and i'm like it's not even funny like i don't even want to come over here anymore Cle- and clearly like, they
0: were intoxicated i feel like they were intoxicated and they were saying some well, stupid and shit. and the thing
1: is is that they hadn't even had that much to drink because we had a we had a alcohol rule there so you can only have, you can order two talls and then you have to go down to shorts. But after you've ordered four beers, the system won't let you order anymore. No kidding. And you have to get permission from the manager in order to serve them any more alcohol. Have
0: to have a sobriety test. So essentially the manager. the manager will have to like,
1: <laughs> you will have to basically tell the manager if you believe that they should have more or not like it was basically up to me and then if my manager agreed fine if my manager was like absolutely not then no
2: Understandable. um
1: which caused a lot of like problems with get like customers because they wanted to keep drinking and sometimes my manager would have to cut them off and they would get mad at me and take it out on me as if it's my problem like i'm sorry you can't handle your alcohol not my problem
0: oh interesting now have guys like ever tried to like touch you or like trying to grab you or something like that um,
1: yeah definitely like it so basically we're taught that if someone tries to touch you like walk away as fast as possible or try to like you know not get too uh, close enough i guess for them to touch you but it's kind of impossible when like you know you have to stand right up against their table like as you know from serving it's like it's not Correct. like i can stand in six order to feet hear away. them
0: and everything like that yeah,
1: yeah. um and, you know, we're taught like, okay, if somebody does try to touch you, go tell the manager and then the manager will kind of either kick them out or keep an eye on them depending on like the situation that occurred
0: or how they touch you or, or like whatever. how they touch you. Gotcha. Um,
1: I've definitely had guys like ask me that question, like while they're sitting there, they're like, oh, has anyone tried to touch you? And I'm like, um I mean, yeah, like some guys will ask or like if you take a picture, they're not technically really supposed to touch you when you take a picture with people um and a lot Uh, of people take keanu
0: reeves do the keanu reeves rule have you seen that i don't think so so when keanu reeves takes a picture with especially a female if you noticed like um he usually like has his hand like way away from their body Uh, it's the funniest thing like hold on let me see if i can look it up but continue as you
1: uh (laughs) yeah so basically that's kind of what it's like we're trained essentially to do with like photos when people take photos with us. And, um, like if they start to get a little weird where you think that they might touch you, definitely try to like not spend as much time with that table and back away. Right. I've had guys try to like reach for like They've like grabbed my arm or like grazed my arm and like kind of like tried to like hold my hand and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, right. absolutely not. Like I will, cut your hand off like do not touch me and i've i've like blatantly like at that point if they were trying to get handsy with me i'd even care about a tip at that point i would tell them like if you touch me you're getting kicked out of here and i don't even care if you leave me any money
0: you legit have
1: told oh yes. Somebody that? yes oh yeah and the worst part was is that they left me an even bigger tip they're like oh well i, I you know they thought it was so hot that i said that and i'm like no i'm serious like if you touch me i feel like
0: they i feel like those guys are the guys that like just love to be berated in the bedroom oh
1: they're they're the <laughs> you type of guys a small that like dick. literally they're, oh, yeah, like, they're into that stuff and i'm like <laughs> you disgust me like i, I found, yeah.
0: so i found one of the pictures
1: yes i've seen those before yes, yeah okay yeah. that makes sense now. yeah basically it's kind of like yeah I'm Not are trying to but no like i've literally <laughs> told guys i'm like when they start to get weird like that or touchy or handsy, like I had no problem telling them. Like my manager will kick you out, no problem. I'll literally go and tell my manager that I don't like you, and they'll make you cash out right now and leave. And I don't even care if I get a tip. Like you're not touching me, and they'd be like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Yeah, nice. Try it. You'll see what happens." Nice. Which actually, <laughs> that
0: now, so like. So, what about like you know? Were there any people that just like? Because I know you know you deal with different people. Have you ever dealt with somebody that is just like to where you like go up to the table and you're like, and like either their appearance or the way that they smelled or anything like that? Like,
1: um,
0: like have you ever dealt with that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, because so, I because I I remember one of my coworkers told me about this like guy that used to work there and he. Like, gentlemen, bathe for the love of God. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. hygiene is a must.
1: Yeah. Women do not
0: like smelly guys unless... That's
1: my biggest red flag is, like, poor hygiene. Is it poor hygiene? If you have poor hygiene, I won't... I don't even want to look at you.
0: Like, what's, like... So, in your case, like, of poor hygiene, like, just, like...
1: Like if they don't look like, like if their hair is always just a mess and they never look put together, they always smell like weird or bad. They never shower or like brush their teeth or do anything like disgusting. Like my boyfriend showers every single day, sometimes two to three times a day. Yeah, He's constantly like making sure his hygiene is in check. Like we brush our teeth like three to four times a day.
0: Like after
1: I eat anything, I have to brush my teeth. Hmm. Like I have to, or else it just like disgusts me kind of a thing.
0: I mean, hey, I mean, that's, I say that's a plus. Um, but gentlemen, you've heard it here. Yeah. Have better hygiene. If, Shower you have great, at least. <laughs> if, if you have great hygiene, good for you. You're doing a good thing. Yeah. Um, but like we were talking about like this, like.
1: Yeah. I, um, like, have you had
0: any guys that were customers that just like <laughs> disgusted you?
1: Oh, yeah. Um. So this is horrible. So. But I don't care. Um, I'm going to say it anyways. So okay. basically, I mean, we're
0: not naming names here. It <laughs> no, was just one no. dude.
1: Um, But I'm like, people are probably going to think I'm like horrible after this story. I don't know. So, and it wasn't just me, it was all of the girls who were working that day, including my managers. Like, we were about ready to kick this guy out. All right. Fair
0: enough. So, so it basically, was ma- it was a majority rules oh, kind yeah. of situation. Oh, yeah. So th- this is really
1: not. We me. had customers complain about him. Okay. So basically, this guy stumbles into the restaurant. This poor man was like, probably 400 pounds he could barely walk in the restaurant he like falls into the very first table like right in front of the door
0: like legit like literally
1: falls like he's using a walker and he like has to like fall into the chair
0: and is like well this is my seat
1: exactly (laughs) like just seats himself which first of all that section wasn't even opened
0: oh first of all so we were like what do we do
1: like that's as far as he could walk and So then he sits down and we're like, okay, like, what do we do? What do we do? And they're like, okay, well, whoever's next on the rotation is just going to have to take him and it's just going to be out of your section. So one of my poor coworkers who I love to death, she had to take him as a table and she'd been a Hooters girl for years. Um, she started working for Hooters when she was 18 and she was like 25, 24.
0: Okay. So she's so been there. Long. She's
1: been working for a minute. So she's dealt with all sorts of stuff.
0: She's seen some shit. She,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the stuff I've seen. Whew. But anyways, so he walks in and like immediately, like, that's the only thing we noticed is that he could like barely move and we're like, okay, like, let's, you know, we'll take care of him, whatever. So she goes over there. And keep in mind, like all of my other coworkers and I are kind of like on the opposite side of the restaurant because our sections were over closer to the other station. So we were all over there getting stuff, picking up food, everything like that. And so he was across the restaurant. So she walks over there and we see her like start to like back up, like back away. And I'm like, oh, no, like what's going on? Like, is he getting creepy? She comes over to us and she goes, he smells like literal ass. Like he has never showered in his entire life. And we're like, are you like, are you serious? Like what? Like, and she's like, I would tell you to go over there and smell it, but I don't, I don't want you to like, it's disgusting. And I'm like, we're, all, we're at this point, we we're all like in, like, we didn't know. We were like, okay, well now we want to know, like, does he really smell that bad? Is she just like over-exaggerating? So
0: everybody's like volunteering so we're to like, run food or whatever. Yeah, so
1: we're like, <laughs> okay, well, he was sitting like right in front of our other station that uh-huh. we go to to get drinks and everything. And so I was like okay, well, actually, I'm going to go over there to stock the station, see if we need to fill anything or whatnot. Quote,
0: unquote, stock the station. You know, yeah.
1: I mean, granted, it did need to be stocked. <laughs> You're like, I got to
0: believe this thing. If <laughs> this guy actually smells like shit. Yeah, I
1: was like, let me be the judge of that. I mean, like, you know, we'll see. Um, and I have, like, eh, I want to say I have a horrible sense of smell, but, like, sometimes I can't smell as much as, like, other people can smell. You don't
0: have a nose like a hound dog.
1: No, I really don't. So I'm like, okay, if I can smell this guy, you know it's bad. And so I like walk over there and I have to walk past him to get to our station. And I'm like not even up at the table yet. And I start to smell something and I'm like, oh, my God, like, please tell me someone just like shit their pants. And like I walked by like maybe maybe it's not him. I get closer and I swear to you, I think he actually had shit in his pants. It was the most disgusting thing ever and we had this family walk in like shortly after and the little boy was like what's that smell like it smells (laughs) like poop and i was like oh my god like we none of us knew what to do my manager was like like can we should we kick him out like i don't know but like is that rude like we didn't know what to do so we were just hoping he like ordered food and like left kind of a thing like he didn't stay too long And as far as I can remember, he was probably there for like an hour, really not even like he wasn't there too long and he eventually like left, but it was so bad. Like when people would leave, like walk in or out of the restaurant, like they all could just tell like and smell it. And it was awful. And it started to like almost make the whole restaurant smell kind of a thing. Like you could just, it was just like engraved into your nostrils at that point and we were like oh my god like we felt bad for the man because like this poor guy could barely walk in here but at the same time he smelled like he literally had shit in his pants and like what like at that point it's like okay well what do you do like we don't want to kick him out and be rude about it right. but also like people are complaining to us about him smelling and it's like what do we do yeah, yeah. but yeah it was yeah it was i mean not as th- a fun I, time. to be
0: honest as funny as it is you know it is heartbreaking. Yeah. Like and... it's
1: funny, but it's sad because yeah. it's like, you know, this poor guy probably can barely like shower. You, like you got a
0: kid that's saying,
1: What's about that poop? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like literally right this poor kid was like right behind him. Oh. So it was probably like ten times worse. Like we didn't even want to go up to the hostess stand because it was like right next to his table. And what's crazy is it was right in front
0: so it's like hey welcome to
1: exactly (laughs) it was i was like oh my god people are gonna walk in and like walk out because they like they might think like the restaurant itself smells right and it was just like this poor guy and yeah and he and Uh like the worst part about it too was that he didn't even leave his server like a tip he didn't even tip her
0: Oh, you sick bastard.
1: Exactly. Oh, you I was like, sick bastard. At least bastard. if you're going to come in smelling like shit, at least leave a decent tip.
0: Way because... to be so shitty.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Way to you be so You smell like shit shitty. and you act
1: like shit, get out of my restaurant.
0: Oh, well. Yeah. If it's, if it smells like shit and if it leaves a shitty tip, he is some shit.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> perfect timing i know right
0: i was like where is it where is it so, <laughs> so now have you had any other interesting co-workers um or not co-workers like customers, uh, customers yeah. yeah i was thinking the ceo um, yeah but yeah I've had customers you
1: there's definitely one that kind of like sticks out to me because i feel like i was kind of um what's it called like memorable He's definitely memorable. I feel like it was always like put off onto me by my other coworkers because half the time he would come in, like I would be working with girls who'd been there for years. So they kind of already knew certain people and how they were and who they were. Um, and there was this one guy or these two guys in particular. They always came in together. And the one was severely special needs. Like and, how? Like, like so how. he was probably... Well, so he had told me he was like 60 years old or something, like 50 or 60 years old. And he acted like he was five. So his like mental capacity, like his mentality was just not of his age. Correct. He could walk. He could talk. He knew how to function and stuff, but he just like, he wasn't of his age.
0: He didn't have the maturity kind of. Yeah.
1: Like he, he essentially acted like any kid that would be brought in with like their parents, like, you know, kind of just say whatever he's thinking and this and that. Okay. Which is fine you know like I know how to handle and talk to and deal with special needs people like it's not Correct. an issue. I used to work with special if needs children. so you're a children, decent person so... you know how
0: to deal with that Exactly.
1: I'm like okay and he walks in with this guy and I never knew if this guy was like his brother or a caregiver or like who this guy was to right. him but this guy was also kind of a little like off like he. Off
0: himself. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I didn't really know like what they were, I guess. Um, and so the one day he walked in and he was in my section. So he's my table and all of the girls were like, Hey, just a heads up. He's special needs. Um, so just kind of take that with a grain of salt and just be kind of careful with him. I'm like, yeah, like no problem. Like I, I know how to talk to people and whatever, and, and deal with situations, you know, Right? cause I'm obviously not going to like, treat him different in a bad way, but I understand that if he does say something or try to do something, like, inappropriate, that I can't go off on him like I would a regular customer. So, anyways, I go up there, introduce myself, you know, like, oh, he knows he doesn't know me, so he kind of starts talking to me, and he he loves to talk. So, he starts talking with me. He wants to mm-hmm. sing me songs, so he's singing me songs and like it was going good i was like oh my gosh he's such a sweet guy like you know everything like that he orders his food and bring him his drink and like everything is going like perfectly fine i'm like this guy is so sweet i could talk to him all day right and everything's fine right and then like closer to the end of his meal when he's getting ready to leave he was he he was like is that uniform like comfortable i'm like oh like we get used to it you know it can be uncomfortable to start but once you wear it long enough you get used to it and he's like oh well i i see you have like nylons on because we'd have to wear tights and nylons like right under our shorts you know right right part of the look to kind and of show that
0: you have a tan
1: essentially yeah. yeah which you know i'm as white as casper the ghost so of course on me it would look so weird like looks, my legs were brown
0: your legs, your legs are brown and your tor- and your arms are yeah. like like white, white white it was hard
1: like my basically my arms just blended in with my shirt it was so white and then my legs were like dark brown it looked god awful anyways we're not gonna go there but <laughs> so he basically brings up the fact that i'm wearing nylons and he's like well are those comfortable and i'm like oh not really but you know it's a part of our uniform and we just get used to it kind yeah. of and he goes well i bet they're really soft and i'm like I, I didn't really know what to like say. I was like, mm-hmm. um, kind of. And he starts like reaching his hand out to my thigh, like my upper thigh. And I, so I like kind of like backed away a bit and he goes, well, can I just feel them? Because I like, when you describe it to me, like, I don't know, I don't know how they feel. Can I just feel them? And I was like, no, like, you know, we can't have customers touching us cause that's, you know, inappropriate. And he like, wouldn't like he understood anything else I told him like everything else he understood pretty well but this one thing about like please don't touch me he would keep like reaching for me and I'm like okay I understand he's special needs but like he understood everything else I told him like why can't he just understand like please don't touch me you know and the guy who was sitting there with him just sat there didn't say anything didn't try to stop him just would like stare at me like one of those mouth breathers that I just sit there and like stare with its mouth open and breathing at you, like kind of like a dog. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, and I couldn't get You're away. Like, am I in like, the twilight zone right nah. now? <laughs> I, I I I had no clue. I was like, am I being pranked? Like, what is this?
0: Ashton Kutcher, come on out! <laughs> I know I'm being punked, man. <laughs> I was like, can someone like
1: help me? Like, what? And so I kind of like, I eventually kind of walked away and I went up to my manager and I'm like, look, like I understand he's special needs and doesn't really understand, but he's understood everything else I've told him. And now he's trying to reach at me and touch me and like touch my legs and touch my boobs and like this and that. Like he's like kept trying to touch me and then he wanted to hug me and then he wanted me to sit next to him. And I'm like, I told him like, oh, you know, we're not allowed to do that or I'm just not comfortable. And like he kept trying to do it. And so, my managers would be like, okay, like, just try to get them out of here and, like, you know, whatever. So, eventually, I finally got them to leave. They didn't even tip me. Um, And it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, I just, at that point, I just kind of wanted them to go. Would they
0: usually tip?
1: I don't know because it was my first time, like, seeing them. and or well okay so I had asked my one coworker because she knew who he was and like he was obsessed with her so that's why right. she would never take him as a table and I asked her I was like did they like ever would they ever tip you and she's like no that's why we gave him to you because you don't you didn't know how he was and like they didn't tip and I wasn't like she straight up told me that they literally pawned them off on me because they knew that they would be creepy inappropriate and wouldn't tip And because i was a new girl Ah, they figured like oh she doesn't know like well you know that way now she knows so now next time she works if they come in and she's with new girls then she can like pass them off because eventually it got to the point where like a lot of girls were coming and going Mm -hmm. so we would have new girls starting every single day so then it got to the point where like i would be the one there who's been there like the longest essentially besides our bartender and i'd be like the only girl on the floor who's been there longer so then i could be like Oh, can you please take that table? Like, would I really you, so don't want So would them. you
0: do the same thing as, like, the people before you and pretty much just pawn them off to, uh, Yeah, because everyone
1: you? did that. You Did we, you at
0: least, like, try and, like, like warn them? Be like, hey, just oh, yeah. let you know they – Like, I experienced this, this, mm-hmm. this, and this, and they won't tip I, you.
1: Yeah. I did that because the other girls would pawn people off on me or other girls. Like, we'd call them the veteran girls who've been there longer than us. Right. And – like, they knew who was who, essentially, most of the time. Right. And if they didn't want somebody, they would try to pawn them off on somebody else. And sometimes it was, they're really creepy, but they tip really good. I just don't feel like dealing with that. Or, oh, they're super nice, they're super sweet, but they usually don't tip very well, or they don't really ask for much. So, it's basically just, you know, give them their food, they'll get out of here, they'll leave you something, but not much, kind of a thing. And so, usually, like, most of us girls were pretty good about describing it. Um, I actually have a story, a very juicy story about a sugar daddy that oh. we could get into. Oh. Actually, if you want to talk about, if you want to yeah, hear about got that, we got some more time. All right. Yeah, so
0: let's get into, leading the, into the
1: leading into the pawning people off on you. So basically we had this guy that had come in and my one coworker, the same girl who had a deal with the fat smelly guy. She, um, we had this guy come in and she had him at her table and then after he left she was like yeah he's basically my sugar daddy like he i i text him he'll take me out to eat he'll give me money he'll take me shopping but he's like never gets inappropriate with it and i'm like oh like he that's just likes her company cool. yeah he just likes her company so next time he comes in she's not there and I see him and I'm like, ooh, like I want that table because she says he tips good. Like maybe he'll leave me a good tip. Like whatever, you know. And it was like a, it was a you, shitty All, you saw, night. all like,
0: you saw were dollar signs.
1: Yeah, basically, I was like, let me get this bread. You know, like I don't even care. Like I will sit here and talk to him. He's like fifty something years old. Like I don't care. I'm He's not gonna do anything inappropriate, <laughs> but like you know, yeah. I'll, I'll get my money. Like I'll, you know, whatever flirt kind of a thing. So, luckily, he was my table. Like, I just got the luck of the draw. I was like, thank you, Jesus. You're looking out for me tonight. I'm about to make some money, okay? So, I go over there, and, like, he doesn't know that I know who he is. Like, he doesn't know I know he's a sugar daddy, too. Actually, I ended up finding out he's a sugar daddy to quite a few of my coworkers. Uh Um, And so, I go over there, tell him I'm taking care of him, and at first, he, like, doesn't really seem interested he's just like yep i want this and that blah 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 and i'm like okay so then i'm like okay well maybe he's just not interested but like maybe he'll still leave me a good tip right still
0: well, give him good then, service yeah still, i'm like yeah. i'm
1: not gonna treat him differently like i'm i don't want him to know that i know who he is right so then i bring him his food he starts eating and then he like really starts talking to me and he's like he's kind of like yeah like I oh, like I have a house in Florida and I've got like a boat down there and I'm I'm going down there soon and blah, blah, blah. Like starts like talking up how he's got like money. And I'm like, wow, like that's so cool. And he's like, oh, but you're probably like every other girl. You just want someone for their money. And I'm like, no, actually, like I really don't care if you have money or not. Like I'm only, I only like you for your personality. Like, just because you might have a lot of money, your personality shit. Why would I want to be around you?
0: And you were just talking like in general.
1: Yeah. I was just talking in general. Gotcha. Like friends, significant others, whomever it is. Like, I don't even care. Even if it was like a family member. Yeah. I like if you were a shitty person, why would I want to be around you? So I right. straight up told him that. And he's like, oh, like you're not like other girls. Like, oh, I'm into that. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "Uh oh, like shit so then he like tries to start like flirting with me and then he's like you know you had really great service like um he's like uh can i give you my phone number so you can let me know when you're working again i would love to come visit and spend more time with you i'm like yeah like that's fine you know and and i figured like My boyfriend doesn't usually care. I'll let him know the situation, and he's fine with it. He has access to my phone, so if he thinks anything's going on, he can go in and look at everything. Like I don't, you you know,
0: trust. Yeah, like he knows. Like
1: why? Why would I want something to do with this creepy fifty-year-old? Like I just want his money. You know, like who cares?
0: You just like his business.
1: Yeah, basically. (laughs) So. Um, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So I let him have my phone number and I'm like, okay, well, worst comes to worst. You know, like if he ever did get weird or creepy, like you could block him. Block him. My managers would kick him out. He wouldn't be allowed back in, like, right. whatever. You know, we it, it, it's not like anything's gonna happen. Um, especially because um another thing about working there is like whenever we leave our shifts, our manager or one of our cooks like walks us out to our vehicle so we don't walk out by ourselves. Um, and I always had like pepper spray and stuff on me too. So nothing, nothing ever happened while I walked out. Like nobody was ever like waiting for me or did something to my vehicle. Like nothing ever happened. So um, anyways, he got my phone number and then he left me a really good tip. I think he left me like 50, 60 bucks and he only got like a beer and like a six piece wing, like nothing crazy. So he left me a really good tip and I was like, oh shit, like I I got in with him, you know, so then he, he leaves. I tell him I'm working like the next few days. He ends up coming in like the day before he leaves to go to Florida. He comes in, he visits me once again, leaves me a really good tip. Things are going good. Well, next thing you know, he starts texting me while I'm working and while he's sitting in my restaurant, like while he's sitting in my section, he's texting me and he's like, You look so good today like you look so pretty like i wish i could just take you to florida like can you just like come with me blah 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 like i'll pay for everything you don't have to pay for anything just like take off work and i'm like um no like i can't just do that i don't really know you like did you text him
0: that or did you come back to the the table no
1: no like i was texting him back like i was in like the back room and there was like no customers in the entire restaurant And so I go up to my manager and this was like one of my favorite managers of all time. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, look at this. This is my customer sitting at, you know, table number, whatever. And he's like out here, like talking to me about one thing when I walk to the table and then acting like he's not texting me. And so my manager goes, do you care if I hold on to your phone? And I was like, no, like, go ahead. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to get in on this, like what's going on? And so... The guy's like, oh, you should come back and talk to me. Like, I'll leave you more money, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then my manager was like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get you that bread. Like, go back over there. He's like, do what you got to do, girl. He's like, he's like, but if he gets creepy, I'll kick him out. He's like, I got you. And so I'm like, okay, so go over there, talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And things are fine. I walk away to, like, go and do some stuff because it's, like, closing time. And then he starts texting my phone again. And my manager has my phone. And my manager was like oh hell no oh hell and i'm like oh what's going on so i run over there and and he's like look he's trying to get all creepy with you and he started getting like a little bit weird like like oh you're just so pretty blah 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 and i'm like okay like let's stop this so oh. i eventually tell him like okay it's closing time like unfortunately i gotta shut down kind of leaves me a really good tip
0: so we're gonna pause right there because we're gonna take another quick break. okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now that we're back, <laughs> this story was getting juicy <laughs> as hell. Oh, it um, gets better. So, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> so you pretty much say, hey, bud, like, it's closing time, like, time to cash out and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. So he ends up leaving me a pretty good tip. Um, I really don't remember what he left me. I just know, like, it, it was decent, you know, probably, like, 50, 60 bucks. His bill wasn't that big. Um, And so he leaves and he continues to like text me. And so like my manager is like in on this with me cuz he's like if he starts to get weird like if he comes back in here like you're not going to go around to him like I am not going to let you like deal with him blah blah blah. So then like he kind of stops texting me for that night and I'm like okay, like maybe he's done. So fast forward like a few days later. I come into work and I tell my coworker who she like the girl who told me like oh that's my like sugar daddy whatever. And I'm like yeah, like he came in, he got my table. Like I explained to her what happened. And I'm like, yeah. And then he started like, you know, texting me while he was here, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah. Um, she's like, I'd probably just stop talking to him. Like he actually has like almost every girl's here phone number. Like he tries to be everyone's sugar daddy. And he started to get weird with her. Like she told him like, I'm not having sex with you. I'm not sending you pictures. And he started to get very like aggressive and possessive of her and being like, like, Oh, like I pay you money, blah, blah, blah. Like you owe me something. And she's like, that's not what we agreed on. So she ended up cutting him off. And so the next thing you know, like all of the girls who worked there, whose phone numbers he had, like, we all just like cut him off. Like nobody responds to anything. So then he texts me one day out of the Girl blue power. and I was like, I was like, we are gonna get your ass. Like get the fuck out of my restaurant. <laughs> so he texted me one day and I wish I still had these text messages. Cause I blocked him. So of course, like the text messages went with the blocking him and I didn't even think to screenshot them, but I wish I would have, cause there was just some funny shit. Um. So anyways, he texts me and he's like, Oh, like I know all you, like you and your coworkers are all in on this. Like, you know, I know you all know who I am and the money, blah, blah, blah. Like, basically like, talking shit. And he's like, yeah, you girls are all just a bunch of whores and this and that. Like, and I'm like, Oh, like that hurt my feelings. Like big whoop. Like um, something you say. You, you wanted
0: to take us all to Florida. Yeah, I'm like, like you're, you're sitting big here. Damn
1: exactly, and he's like out here talking. Like he's got a big dick or something, and I'm just oh, like, shut me up. a
0: fucking river.
1: Like yeah, I'm like oh, because oh. yeah, because I needed your money to live. Like no, you you gave me like sixty, seventy bucks twice in my entire life. Like oh, really? That made a difference? Like no, not really. Honestly, I could have lived without your money and so he's like out here talking shit about all of us so we all block him like all in the same day we block him and we had never seen him after that like he did not come in after that i had never seen him and i was like good like maybe we got rid of him no fast forward a few months later he walks in and i am the only girl there that knows who he is because all of the other girls who are working, including our bartender, were new. So nobody knew who he was. And I was like, oh, my God. And guess what? It was my turn to take him as a table. Like, it was my rotation. Like oh, I was no. up next to take him. And I literally was like about to throw up because there was no way in hell I was even going to look that man in the eyes or walk anywhere near him. And so I go up to my one coworker and I was like, I I that day I actually had ended up getting first cut, so I was a, or second cut, so I was able to go home next. Right. And I was like, I will literally give you my out slip. Like you can take my place and go home. All you have to do is take that table. Like I I don't like I will pay you. I will let you go home. Like, please, I cannot have him. Oh. And she's like, okay and i was like oh god like thank god like i was not about to go over there and i
2: was
1: like oh god bless you and so i was like i'll explain like everything when we have time just like go and take him so she goes over there takes him gets his order blah 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 and she's like oh like why don't you want him like what's wrong so i tell her the whole lowdown in like 10 seconds and i was like this is the brief of it blah 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 and she goes oh my god she was like well, maybe I'll get a good tip out of it. And I was like, girl, I hope for the best, but do not, whatever you do, do not give him your phone number or do not like nothing. Like just get the tip, let it be. And so she's like keeping me updated the whole time. And she's like, yeah, like he asked me for my phone number. And I just told him like, I don't feel comfortable with it yet because I just met him. But like maybe if he keeps coming in and I get comfortable, I'm like, yeah, girl, like tell him, like smart, smart, you know, get that money. And so once again, you know, he- everything was fine he ends up leaving tips are decent like right. nothing nothing is crazy he would like tip us other girls but like he tipped her and so then um you know he left and so i kind of finished telling the lowdown on him like after he had left and she was like oh my god like yeah there's no way i was gonna let you go over there and take that table like if you would have told like if you would have just told me that like absolutely not and i'm like well, thank god like i would have done anything to not have to go over there like i wanted to throw up like i didn't even want to look at him because he just like made me so mad from like the conversation text message he had sent me like trying to like be all like big and mad and talk crap And i was like you know what like you're literally nothing like
0: get the fuck out of here nice
1: yeah so he was a very interesting topic that went on for like a good few months at my work oh i'm
0: sure now has there any been like really scary moments to where it's like like anything like that
1: um i've had i've had customers ask me like if i was ever worried about being kidnapped when i walked out to my car after my shift Mm -hmm. like oh like do you ever worry someone's going to be like outside waiting for you? Like, don't you leave? Like whenever I'd work like the night, like afternoon shifts and stuff, like I would be leaving at like midnight or one or 2 AM. And they're like, Oh, like, don't you ever get worried? Like you're walking out there at night. And I'm like, well, no, like our cooks or our managers walk us out. And I'm like, nine times out of 10, they usually bring like a knife with them. So if someone tries something, like they'll stab you. And this, this guy was like, Uh-oh. like he didn't know what to say. And I'm like, thinking like why were you gonna try to kidnap me or something? Like yeah. try me. And so <laughs> I and then I told him I was like, yeah, like I also carry weapons on me. And he's like, oh well what kind of weapons? I was like, none of your business. Just stuff that, you know, you'd probably no longer be breathing afterwards. And he's like, <gasps> like I like scared the shit out of this guy. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, try something on me. So after that conversation, I told my managers and I told my cooks, I was like, look, this dude was like saying this stuff to me. And this was like still daylight out. It was like, I don't know, like five o'clock or something. And I wasn't even going to be leaving until midnight. So I'm like, okay, the chances of him waiting for me or coming back are unlikely and all of that. So (laughs) that night after like he got like, you know, after I told my manager, my manager was like, no, like I'm going to walk you out to my like to your car myself. Like we're like blah 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 so my man love this guy my manager is like walking out like a scene from like a scary movie like looking both ways ducking and And i'm like dude like there's literally nobody here here's what i love
0: he's all like like scared shitless and you're just like dude
1: yeah relax i was like i think we're fine i'm like um i got like my pepper spray in hand he's got like a fucking steak knife and I'm like okay like we're good so he yeah. walks me up to my car and you know I, I hop in my truck and I lock it and he's like okay you good and I'm like yeah like I'm fine and he's like all right get home safe and I'm like I, I will like if someone tries me they're in for a rude awakening and but like that was definitely a little scary like the fact that the guy was like even thinking like oh do you ever get worried you're gonna get kidnapped and I'm like like, why is that in your brain? You know, like it, it the, what? And we did have this crackhead come in once too. And he was like outside when we were leaving and like, we were pretty sure he was going to try something, but he didn't. He just like sat there and he was talking to people that weren't even there. You know, like I think he was just on a lot of drugs and just kind of, I don't know. Like he, like my manager was scared of him, but I like, I wasn't like, I was like, okay, like what is he gonna do like i don't even think he can stand right now like he was kind of like oh, laying he, on he the was sidewalk that. and it's nice. like, like yeah just call the cops they can come take care of him like, yeah clean up the streets you know yeah yeah
0: so that was the only like uh kind of kidnapping like, um, nobody actually truly got kidnapped.
1: no nobody not oh. not while i was working there um unfortunately we had before i started working there one of our managers got shot and killed in the parking lot. Whoa. And I don't know why I, I don't know the story. I don't know anything. I just know like that, that happened. Cause I was going to school down the street and I remember hearing like there was a shooting at Hooters and I'm like, Oh my God, like that's literally down the and street. Then from and,
0: me. Work and then you go and work for Hooters. And then I go and
1: work for Hooters. And I, I literally, I'd actually had gone and like, I applied there, started working there before I ever knew like, What actually happened there, like, um, and then I I ended up finding out like I think it was like somebody like the guy who shot him mistook him for somebody else or thought that he was somebody else or I don't really know the story but Mm. yeah it was really sad I I never knew the guy but we had a picture framed of him in the restaurant and like it was like this whole thing and like it was really sad but no like I never. I never had anything really happen to me because I just made it very clear and apparent to, like, customers that, like, if you try something, I will hurt you. You
0: know, I, in the beginning of the episode, you know, we talked about, like, okay, like, I don't see you, like, being that kind of girl. But yeah, here's the cool thing. You can be that girl, but you can hold your own. Oh,
1: yeah. Like,
0: yeah. you are, what is it, like, Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, yeah. like Dolly yeah. Barton would flaunt her shit but then she'd be like try something yeah you know I'd be like just because I'm but dressed was, like this yeah but another thing is like she was also a good businesswoman to where she like used those as an asset mm-hmm. um you know and but like to be honest like you can hold your own instead of being like this ditzy like oh like yeah like uh, I definitely acted that no, way sometimes like,
1: but did you well the thing is is sometimes if you act stupid guys will give you more money and because you know they think like oh i'm superior i'm smart like here's this dumb right young girl working at Hooters. she so clearly really knew what
0: she was doing yes ah.
1: mm-hmm. a lot of the times they do mm. a lot of the times girls working in the industry if you ever go to any sort of place like restaurant where the girls are kind of dressed like that or you go to a strip club or whatever right if these girls are out here acting like they're dumb like dumb they're probably dogs. the smartest people in the world you know they're probably the smartest ones there probably like we like as females a lot of the times girls will act so stupid and in reality it's just like we're actually very smart and just trying to trick it. you
0: I love it. So that's
1: what I did a lot is, like, you know, you'd sit there and you'd have to act dumb because guys would, like, you know, be so, like, Im- you know, oh, yeah, like, she's stupid.
0: I'm high and mighty. Yeah, like,
1: oh, I'm so smart. And then, you know, they would tip me because they're like, oh, this, this poor girl, she's so stupid. She's just going to be here for the rest of her life. Like, all she has is, like, her body to work with and, like, oh. you know. And here I was studying law in college and they had no fucking clue. Oh, that's awesome. Or when I would tell them, they would be like so shocked and they're like but you work here like there's no way and i'm like like what does that mean
0: it's like yeah like what was it like um so for my 21st birthday i went um i didn't have a normal like 21st birthday me neither we i were mean there.
1: yours was i mean yours was nice it was okay i, I was there yeah i drove you home <laughs> that's true i kind of forgot about that anyways we're not gonna go there okay We're not going to go there. (laughs)
0: But anyway, like, you know, so here's the interesting thing, right? So I didn't have like the big 21st birthday party like my brother did. Mm -hmm. Okay. I more, you know, went out to dinner with my mom, had like a beer flight and, you know, a cocktail and stuff like that. Went out to the bar with my dad, had a beer, had a shot with him, and, you know, that was pretty much it. So I would end up going one day or one weekend or something like that to uh deja vu uh entertainment gentlemen's club
1: is that the one in saginaw that's the one location? in ypsilanti
0: <gasps> okay okay i almost worked there oh. okay <laughs> no. not is
1: not as a dancer as no. a waitress oh my which gosh we could get into if you want but which
0: i mean we can um because <laughs> so for those that don't know deja vu Chambers Club is a all nude strip club.
1: Yes, correct.
0: It. Um, they don't <laughs> serve alcohol there. I, I don't, at least the one that I went to.
1: They don't legally serve alcohol there.
0: Oh, see, I was told that they just don't serve alcohol there, and then we had to go to the bar across the street, which we ended up there, doing.
1: Yeah, that location is probably different than the one I almost worked.
0: Probably. At. Um. So there's that, and then um. So we ended up going there for my 21st birthday and I uh, got all the strippers to give me lap dances for my birthday and this and that, which is fun and cool and <laughs> shit like that, you know, Yeah. Um, as a 21 year old can only imagine. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know? So uh, I end up going to VIP with this one girl and I find out that she's studying nursing.
1: Yeah. I'm like. That's
0: crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you're studying for nursing, yeah, but yet you're doing this. That's you know how wild. many,
1: like, exotic dancers or, you know, I guess, I don't necessarily want to say, like, sex workers, but, like, <laughs> women who are in women who some sort of bodies. industry of that <laughs> yes. sort, they're, like, going to school to be something, like, very, like, nursing or lawyers or, you know, yeah. this or that. Like, they're going to school for something genuinely important, not just, like... Oh, I'm going and getting like a basic degree and like, whatever, like, like they're actually going to do a job, like makes a difference in the world. And they're starting out as a Hooters girl or a stripper or whatever the case may be. And people are always so shocked. Like, you know, like, Oh, you, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a job. Like I make, if I'm making money, I'm not hurting anybody and I'm paying my bills. Like really who cares? All right. You know?
0: I mean, if the guys are willing to pay, you know. Yeah. I mean, so you were going to work at Deja Vu? Well,
1: okay, so I was going to apply to work there. Um, basically, I knew a girl who worked there as a waitress, and she ended up up um, ended up becoming a dancer there. And she's like, oh, my God, like, I made so much money as a waitress. I mean, I make even more as a dancer, but, like, even just as a waitress. And wait, the waitresses weren't naked. They just wore a red corset. And then they wore black booty shorts and fishnets. So it was essentially like basically my Hooters uniform, just a little little different. Scandalous. Yeah. Just a little bit. But like, it's not like everything was just out. Like, it was, you know, uh, covered up enough. And this was before I'd worked at Hooters that I was considering it. And then I kind of like thought about it a little more, started hearing some more stories, which. I'm not going to get into because, like, I mean, I'm not trying to get that place shut down because I'm pretty sure those girls still work there. Right. Like, you know, they've yeah. got bills I mean, to pay.
0: You can add two and two together.
1: Yeah, you know. So just, you know, some stuff was going on there that I just didn't want to become a part of. Right. Um, And so I didn't. Fast forward to working at Hooters. We get this girl that starts working there. And she tells me that she had just left Deja Vu as a waitress. And she starts telling me stories about how, like, yeah, like being a waitress really wasn't all that glamorous. Like I would have to clean up the private rooms and like clean things up that I shouldn't have to. Um, And she's like, yeah, basically customers would treat me like a stripper and like expect me to strip for them or do things for them. And I'm like, that's not my job. Sorry, buddy. I'm
0: here to deliver popcorn and stuff.
1: Exactly. It's like, (laughs) no, like I'm just another girl here. I'm not trying to do anything. Right. Or like they would try to like buy private rooms with the like waitresses or t- like and then like i found out that like customers could like touch the girls and like get away with it like it was allowed and touch I'm like, the waitresses yeah like they could like get all handsy with them and i was like Mm-mm. like i knew hooters wasn't like that yeah it wasn't really allowed and if it did they were like out yeah so i was like okay like it made me feel better that i chose not to actually go through with it like i went in and i filled out an application and like i left it with them but then i called back and i was like oh by the way like i'm actually not interested anymore so i just kind of like let it go because yeah yeah. and i actually went in there with two of my sorority sisters came with me and it was all three of our first time ever in a strip club and these poor girls like they're the most like i love them to death but they're the most like innocent human beings in the entire world like they were like oh my god we're in a strip club like (gasps) like free you know like didn't and i'm like oh, okay like it's fine like what if i work here like are you gonna hate me like i feel like no like it's just so and like they were just like so amazed by it and was I'm it like,
0: on a saturday night
1: no it was on like a weekday that we'd gone in there. that's
0: even better you guys went on a weekday yeah, and like the,
1: the, the best part about the whole situation is we like walk in they send us into the actual like because there's like a front room with like um like a little like shop that you can like go and buy stuff and like yeah. the little desk and then there's like the actual like room like the the dancers the bar the tables and so they send me in there to go and talk to the one person to get, like, get my application and as soon as we walk in there this girl walks out full naked just everything out and they're like oh my god i just saw another girl's coochie and i was like <laughs> i was like y'all acting like you've never seen a female before and you are a, a female have y'all been in a, a girl's locker room before? and literally i'm like what the yeah have you like never played a sport before and then i, yeah. I sat and thought and i was like oh no actually i don't think they have like oh. i don't think <laughs> that, that like they would have been in a situation where it was like yep normal for that like i know like you and i went to the same high school and like yeah. you know if you had gym class it was like yeah you just you had to just change in front of people, and you saw what you saw. Like, yeah,
0: for you, you see tits you know? or you know vagina or whatever. Yeah. And I've seen, yeah.
1: And it's like, okay, like it's really not like we're all like, all three of us who walked in there were females. So like, why does it matter? I was standing that fa- back there, and I was like, girl, get that money! I was out there screaming for her. I was like, yeah, like I wish I would have brought some dollar be bills. So much fun
0: to go with to a strip club. Like I, I've only we been to a, I've only been to a strip club I one time, go. and it was that one time.
1: Girls so, supporting girls.
0: Yes. And I feel like that's usually the case.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. Like, if I'm there, like, like, but yeah, like, it's fine. Like, I don't think I'd ever want my boyfriend going with his friends. Like, I love his friends. If but, you, so,
0: if you, mm, I don't know, like, you, you would have to pick the people
1: yeah, to go with. Like, if he went with any of our fraternity brothers, like, I'd there'd be a select few that I'd have to like say no to. And I'm sorry right. if any of you are listening, you probably know who you are. Uh-huh. Um, that like I, Not that I don't trust my boyfriend, but it's like, I don't trust that. But I, here's a, here's
0: would... another thing. I feel like if like, again, you would have to pick the people. Yeah. Right. Mm. Would you go with your brother?
1: Probably. I mean, like I'm close to my brother. Like we pretty much tell each other everything and right. it's not weird. Like it's not like uncomfortable. Like, right. you know. He's just a year older than me, so it's not like unusual. And like I feel like if I went like with my boyfriend, my brother, and like a group of friends and like I know some of my girlfriends would come to like kind of a thing. Like we just go just for the fun of it. Yeah. Like it'd be fine. Because like, okay, then I'm there and I'm like, whatever. Like I'm witnessing anything and everything that's happening. Right. And
0: nothing's truly intimate. Y'all are just there to have a good time. And to, you know, be like like
1: yeah, yeah and i know a lot of girls Shake who are ass. dancers so exactly <laughs> i'm like i understand like the the culture of it essentially like i understand like they're there just to make their money and yes. if they try something with someone and i'm like yeah no like they'll respect it you yeah. know they're not they're not gonna like push a boundary like that but you know if I send my boyfriend out in the wild with all of his friends to go and do whatever <laughs> If I
0: send my boyfriend out you know, in the wild. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's no telling what's gonna men happen. Are animals. I trust him, but I just at that point it's like, okay, how can I trust that anything? Are, like how can I trust his friends? Men
0: are animals. Yeah. If you go with the yeah. right animals, shit will get crazy.
1: Probably. I don't know. I've <laughs> witnessed some things I wish I've never seen before. Like,
0: Oh my goodness. Now you were saying like sorority girls or, um, you know, fraternity brothers. So, so you were a a sorority girl at one point.
1: Yeah. When I went to school, um, I was in a sorority for a few years. Um, and it was pretty fun while it lasted, honestly. Um, yeah. It's not always what you see like in the movies like we didn't have a sorority house and it was just like more of like a casual sorority like we were more about like making a difference in volunteering and like we did a lot of like volunteer stuff and like helping others um, our philanthropy was for like the it's called the underground railroad it's for like women and children who are in domestic abuse situations I love that. so we got to help out a lot with that and like that's like the main reason i joined was to help others like i wasn't in it for like the sorority lifestyle or like the this and that the and, party you know style. it yeah, yeah and it wasn't even like that we really didn't party like like as a sorority we didn't like we all just did our own things right kind of and like you were friends with who you were friends with a lot of people were like oh like you're just doing that. Like you buy friends, like you're just paying for friends. Like you're not doing anything but paying for friends. And I'm like, yeah, that's not really not the case because you're paying essentially to do things to help others. Like most of the money that we'd like paid for was so we could go and like volunteer and like donate our time and money to helping people who are like less fortunate or couldn't, you know, Whatever the case. Yeah, because be. I've
0: heard before, like, oh, you, you know, you pay for to make friends. Yeah, and it's like not
1: like that. Like if you if you look at it that way, like if if you're going in with that mindset, then of course that's the only way you're gonna look at it. Right. But if you go in with a mindset that you are going to gain family rather than friends and you're going to help people make a difference, then it's not going to feel like that. Same thing with a fraternity. My boyfriend and brother, they're in the same fraternity at their university and I got the honor to become a sister, which is kind of not really a long story, but basically they can invite women to become a sister and it's like this big thing. Like I it's very important. At least to me, it's like very important.
0: So, you know, you said you're part of a fraternity?
1: Is yeah, sort of. Yeah.
0: So, like, how does that work, like, a female being part of a fraternity? Um, yeah.
1: So, with their fraternity, like I said, they can invite um, girls, women, whatever, females to join. Um, it's mostly just, like, girls that go to their school, um, which I, luck like, I got the honor to become a sister even though I don't go to their school. Um, I've just always been around and always did things for them, and I just, like, you know, love them with all my heart kind of a thing. They're all, gotcha. like, brothers to me. Yeah. So, um Yeah, I it was a very like special moment. Like I never thought they would ask me to be a sister. And like when they did, I like started to cry. Like it was like this whole thing. Like I will never forget that day, like ever in my entire life. And um, yeah, so basically I just I can hang out with them and like go to certain things that like um, people who aren't a part of the fraternity can go to um and yeah I just basically get to be a she part of even it go I can't... Here. <laughs> that's literally what I think of every time I talk about this I'm like she doesn't even go here like yeah. I don't and that's the funny part I don't even go to their school but yeah I know like half the people that go there I the staff even knows me at this point and I don't yeah. even go there like that's, that's pretty sad but For I those live that over here. she doesn't even go here that's all i think about every time i talk about this i'm like that's my first reaction so i'm i'm glad you thought of that too because i was gonna say it but then i was like maybe he might not get the reference i don't i don't know and that's you gave me mean
0: girls or you sh- come on i
1: don't know i i was i didn't know but <laughs> whoever doesn't
0: get mean girls references watch it watch I yeah watch i don't know if movie. i can trust you yeah okay <laughs> no that's wild though that's yeah. wild to where you know you have all these different experiences from being like in a sorority to a yeah. fraternity.
1: Yeah, I mean these guys like I people anytime they hear that they always get so like concerned and worried for me. They're like, oh well, be careful. Like they think of like typical like, like, no, these are like brothers. My brothers. I'm like, no. Half these dudes watch anime and are like, you know, the biggest nerds I've ever met in my entire life. But if anybody tried to like hurt them they're messing with me. Like I will not allow it. Like I have gone off on people because they have like said something mean to one of my brothers. It's a whole big thing, especially during like when they're up against the other fraternities for things. Like I have like cussed other guys out, like no problem. Like I have said some stuff. Nice. Yeah. I was like, no, you're not going to talk to my brothers like that. Like I will come for you. Nice. So. All right. Well,
0: we're going to take one more quick break. Okay.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: So as we um kind of finish up here, uh, just had a couple more questions for you. Okay. All right. So do you remember, like, you and I have? Let's see. So our family started hanging out with each other.
1: Your brother JT was a freshman in high school. Yeah. So I don't know what you. Have was that with. the case?
0: Was that when That's... he was a freshman? It was when, like, they all started yeah. – it was when your brother and my brothers bowled together. Yeah,
1: JT was a freshman because that's when he joined – he joined bowling, bowling freshman right. year, and then that's when we met, you right. guys. Yeah. What's
0: that? Oh, that was my coffee pot. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? I know. I'm like, uh.
0: I swear, like, sometimes, like, like in the past couple of episodes, like, different noises, that, like, happen. I'm like, what the hell? Like what was it last episode? I had the doorbell ring, like the buzzer. You know, oh god, oh god, was that loud? But thanks. But no worries. Um. Anyway, so back to the point. Um. So our families have you know gone on vacation with each other and everything like that.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm sure you remember the summer when everybody else had significant others and you and I were both single. Oh yeah.
1: During the peak of COVID, when you literally couldn't go anywhere, do anything be near other human beings except for like our little bubble of our family. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was a weird time. It was like, it was, we, nobody had any clue of like what was going to happen in the world. We're like, Oh my God. Like how long is it going to be like this? Are we ever going to even socialize with other people? Like we were literally going crazy.
0: It was kind of like a civil war kind of predicament because it was like brothers were going against brothers (laughs) parents were going against kids and everything like that it was yeah. it was quite interesting because you know nobody really trusted everyone
1: no yeah. You know, like, at one point
0: my mom didn't trust your mom or your no, family or whatever in the very
1: and, beginning like no, we none of us like saw each other like for the longest time like yeah. it was like the first i want to say like two months i think yeah. of like covid being a thing because it was april may by june is when we first saw you guys is when we like opened our bubble but we only hung out outside because it was nice out it was summertime yes and yes. we would just like hang out in my driveway and like that was the only people that we would see would just be like my family and your family right and that that was after like two months of this because we wouldn't even like nobody would dare to go near anybody
0: no no and you know it was quite it was an experience man like yeah it, like, <laughs> like the cool thing is like let's see you're how much younger? Four no, years? 21. Yeah. So you're four or five years younger. Mm-hmm. And like we collect the instantly. Yeah. Which was interesting, you know, because your brother and I, we had a marketing class together and, you know, your brother and I, we get along and, yeah. you know, we hang out from time to time, but I don't know what it is, but you and I like hit it off like instantly.
1: I feel like, yeah, we have a lot of like similar personality traits in certain ways. So I feel like it was like... It was one of those where it was like, okay, it was easy for us to get along because we were kind of similar, so like we could kind of like talk about and agree on things. Just well, we just have different it, interests. I, guess. I would like say. we have different interests, but also like we like some of the same, like music. Like we have right, like similar tastes to music, so it was like Correct. easy for us to like discuss or talk about, like talk music about that, stuff or shows music. and stuff, exactly. like that yeah. kind of stuff. I guess yeah
0: yeah yeah no and and, and that's in and that was kind of cool to where like you know even though you're what is it like you're way more like i'm gonna speak my mind and i'll give a fuck yeah. kind of thing you know <laughs> whereas like with me i'm just like i don't like confrontation <laughs> <laughs> i'm
1: like so you want to say it say it to my face yeah
0: yeah like you're like i will fuck somebody up and i'm like
1: yeah um I know. Yeah. There's been times <laughs> where like you've seen me like get very angry over things or like, yeah, very you know. and you're like,
0: what the fuck? like, I feel like I've had to be the one to like calm your ass down sometimes. You yeah. Know? To where I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like your mom and you will get into it. And I'm like, dude, shut it yeah. and,
1: especially and then, during COVID when we were all going crazy. Literally. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: But I mean, the, the funniest thing is when we went on vacation and, you know, you were single and I was single, everybody else had significant others. And we, yeah. were, and we were just like fingers to the sky and just, you know.
1: Yeah, because everyone brought their significant others with them. Like our parents, like our brothers, like everybody had their people. And other. then there was us. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like,
0: exactly. And, you know, and, and we were just like, yep. We're single and we're proud. We
1: still had a good time though. Honestly, we did have a good time. I feel like we had, and it was nice because it's like, well, at that time we didn't have a significant other. So it's like, well, all the other couples were fighting or arguing or bickering at each other about we things. We were just having fun. I mean, yeah. like <laughs> it didn't really matter. Yeah.
0: No. And, 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 I mean, we have iconic, uh, photos of oh, like yeah. different things. Like when we were, went putt, putt put golfing, when we yeah. <laughs> went, on the, when we went to the beach. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's just funny to like look back on and stuff like that. And the cool thing is, is like, now you have your boyfriend now mm-hmm. and you know, he's great. I enjoy, you know, hanging out with him and stuff like that. He's a fucking klutz <laughs> when he's a, when he's not even drinking.
1: Oh, he actually, yeah. He, um, he's party foul. We call him because yeah. one night he spilled seven drinks and Literally, one night Yeah. In his defense, he was, I'm pretty sure like a freshman in college and he had just had a his first four loco in his entire life.
0: Well, I'll even say this: he wasn't even drunk at the place that we went to for your 21st, and this man was spilling fucking cocktails left and right. like I, dude,
1: I don't really. No, I. Remember, I think I remember he spilled. my 21st. He, he did I spill. Okay,
0: I'm pretty sure he spelled uh, your best friend's boyfriend's no, drink. He and... spilled
1: my drink. He yeah, spilled he my spilled drink. Your yeah. drink
0: or something like that. Yeah,
1: like right after he'd ordered it for, but yeah. he he paid for them also. Like, bruh. it was his own money. I I'm guess. Like, bruh,
0: like, what, you got butterfingers or something?
1: Yeah, basically, when it comes to alcohol. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I never really spill my drinks. I don't usually get sloppy when I drink. No, I don't think I've. I don't know.
0: I don't think I do. On your 21st, you got pretty good.
1: Yeah, well also it was my 21st. It was yeah. my first time legally drinking True. in a bar.
0: True. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like It I'm wasn't like, that bad. I no. mean, you were, wasn't that terrible. You just had a good night and what was it? Your boyfriend or your brother were like, "Hey, can you like drive us home?" Yeah. Yeah, okay, because so we y'all an were Uber. waiting for an Uber yeah. and that Uber was like going for
1: Ever. yeah it said it was gonna take them 30 minutes to get there and it was literally yeah. closing time at the bar so. yeah
0: and i had probably like a couple of beers and the rest of the time i was just drinking water and i was yeah. like yeah i'm fine so yeah i like drove you guys home yeah because and...
1: every time i looked at you you had water in your hand i didn't even know yeah. like you had a beer is like, <laughs> that
0: vodka i'm like nope it it's was ice like, water
1: yeah i thought you were drinking like stray vodka out of a plastic cup i was like nope. what's going on and you're like it's, it's water. literally water
0: I got dehydrated, man. I was dancing my ass off. Baby. Me too. I was I was getting dehydrated.
1: I was like screaming songs out on that dance floor with my best friend. And then
0: you you wanted to re- like I think we requested songs too towards the end of the oh, night. Oh yeah, we
1: did. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, who wants to listen to this? Who wants to listen to that? We're was, doing requests. That it was, was a good time. That was a
0: good time. That was a really good time.
1: Except the next time Jess and I went there, it was boring they didn't play any of our requests but yet they played some of the songs like on repeat like several times really yeah it was horrible they played like really bad music and we were requesting some really good stuff Mm. yeah it was boring it was for jess's 22nd birthday that we went there yeah and it was like whatever
0: yeah i think um you know for my 26th birthday i'm not gonna do anything wild just go do dinner and then either come back here, or go to somebody else's house, and just just
1: you know. drink in. You sp- Bars are so expensive. Yeah. I mean, I never pay for them, obviously, but still, they're so expensive.
0: Yeah. I mean, a, you could buy a case of beer, get drunk off of that, in- yeah. Uh, instead of you know,
1: it's cheaper to just like drink at home than it is yes. to like go out. Yes. Like one drink will literally cost and you, you can the play price your of your own like, music. Fit. Yeah. If exactly. you have
0: like the different lighting light setting and stuff like that i mean like you yeah. could like it's just good time. go and have a good grand old time
1: mm-hmm. i agree
0: so i agree but um yeah i mean like oh, oh yeah yeah I like
1: you had
0: putting those... on these lights you know yeah, like just put on the you know and get a vibe going you know like and just put on some good music and have a couple of drinks and it's totally fine.
1: Yeah. Right. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: So, but, um, knowing that you gotta go, um, and, uh, hang out with some friends cause you're in town now yeah. and you gotta, you got this weekend and what, like next weekend or something like that. To...
1: Um, no, I don't really know. Actually. I don't know when I'll be back.
0: Hmm. Well, you're always welcome back on this podcast to shoot, shoot the shit and I everything appreciate like that. It. I and... might
1: have more stories that I remember that.
0: It'd be interesting
1: knows. to tell. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Who knows? But and then, you know, I also would love to have your uncle on your uncle oh, Dave yeah. on
1: because yeah, I, I know
0: he's part because I know he's part of a poison cover band.
1: Yeah, that's so, they're really good. They are. They, good. They, they sound like the legit actual band. Like yeah. it's uh, yeah, they're really good. I love them. Yeah.
0: So we'll have to have Dave on or you and Dave. Who knows? But yeah, uh, that would I'm be sure pretty cool like that. Yeah. But until then, thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me. I Uh, appreciate it. So So. (laughs) you're always
0: welcome back. But uh, thank you. you. Thanks.